Welcome to the Technory Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Katoon. Today's show is brought to you by Active Campaign. See why 100,000 plus businesses, including yours truly and Technory, use Active Campaign. Go to activecampaign.com slash Technory. Get your first two months for free. Today's show, we are going to talk to uh, TTS, Theron Technology Solutions, a, a Chicago-based technology development firm um, founded by Alex Rothman, who is the son and was chief product officer at SMS Assist, Mike Rothman. Uh, who is a business partner of mine, full disclosure, um, and Matt Lewisman, who is the COO of Theron. And the reason that we decided to do the show today um, is actually kind of an interesting one. I was sitting on a webinar this morning. It was a global webinar. We had people, business leaders, of hundreds of them, um, but CEOs from Australia, from India, from Ireland, from the UK, from Chicago, from Los Angeles, from New York, from all over the place, uh, talking about business as usual during Corona, but also business as usual after Corona and business as usual before Corona. What does it all look like? What does it look like after? What does it look like before? What could have been done differently? What should have been? What are the opportunities still in front of us? And one of the topics that came up was China. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of things that go into the China conversation that people bring up. Uh, In particular, when it comes to supply chain, whether that's tech or manufacturing, Apple still does a boatload of their stuff, their production in China. Tesla, obviously, is still operating uh, operating there. There's also a lot of companies that you use every day. We're using it right now on this call. We have Zoom, who's a top performer in China. We have Salesforce in China. Uh, you've got Microsoft in China. You've got Cisco, Morningstar, a, a number. And in fact, about eight out of the top ten performing stocks since Corona on the NASDAQ are operating in China. And one of the main reasons they're doing so is the fact that China's already experienced Corona. It was the epicenter. And so they are in a strategic position to understand the unpredictable nature of the coronavirus's impact on business. They also happen to be very, very scalable, uh, high quality technical team of people in China that, that are working for these companies. And the reason that we pivot over to Alex Rothman and to uh, Matt Lewisman is that Theron predominantly uses offshore in China and they have for decades ever since SMS Assist. Uh, and so, you know, I think it's it's worth mentioning and worth learning a little bit more about how can companies that are maybe uh, either not ever using offshore, how can they take advantage of China and the offshore operations that, that exist? And maybe those that are using offshore in a different capacity, how do they up the speed and work with, with China and work with other, just other vendors. Cause right now it's sort of an unprecedented time and we're all sort of trying to figure it out. And I, and so uh, I think the best way to learn from, from people is to talk to people who actually do it. So this is my interview with Alex Rothman and Matt Lewisman from Theron technology solutions. We started working with our supply chain partner in China uh, a little back in 2009. And what we started to learn very quickly is that you can generate an incredible culture around uh, collaboration, collection, collection of ideas. And over the past decade, that's allowed us to advance some incredible innovations, first with SMS Assist, now through Theron. So bringing together this collection of expertise, both in business operation and technology development um, over that term has allowed us to deliver great product innovations pre-COVID and now living through COVID, what we're seeing is we're seeing a continued continuity where in February, we were fortunate enough 
with our campus in China and our supply chain partner did a great job in managing the pandemic, taking precautions with PPE and temperature monitoring. Um, and we look at ourselves now with our supply chain partner in China on the other side of the pandemic in the recovery mode, we're now, we're back up to full capacity. Everybody's in the office and again, working collaboratively, delivering at the same capacity that we saw pre-COVID, um, you know, when we started running in 2009, that sort of art of collaboration and output. So I think, you know, having talked to a lot of CEOs on this show, a lot of them have put freezes on the amount of money that they were spending externally, but they still had intended on, you know, they're paying their employees. So they expect certain right. types of work to be done. The problem is, is that if they don't have certain capacities and they don't have certain uh, skill levels, they have to hire for it. And it's not like you hire a certain team and then you can build whatever you want. Like it takes certain types of people to work on certain projects. And when they look at some outsourced partners, there is a lot of unpredictable moments, whether that's Brazil, who's seeing a ton of impact by Corona, uh, COVID-19 right now, or Eastern right. Europe that's sort of bracing for impact. Poland has let everyone go back to working, but they don't really know what that's gonna ha what's gonna happen. That's just sort of a, a political thing. Whereas China, it seems like they would know what's gonna happen. They're already back to work. How does a company that may or may not have ever worked offshore, how do they even engage with China? How, what is that even like, what does that process even look like? So engaging with China and a Chinese partner is really, it's a labor. And one of the advantages and why Theron is so well positioned today in Chicago is because we've worked with our partners in China uh, for the better part of the past decade, really developing an extraordinary infrastructure um, that allows us to work seamlessly as a unified team with our groups here based in Chicago, the 71 South Wacker building, and in, in the Hunan province at our campus in China. And we developed internal collaboration tools, uh, proprietary Theron, that allow, allow us to work very seamlessly and collaboratively on different developments uh, with our clients and with our internal workforces. Do you think China has like specific areas that they're exceptional at versus other areas? Because I feel like you look at East, I was use Eastern Europe as an example, right. uh, and India, they tend to be really good at like a lot of QA, a lot of um, not overly complex, not a lot of data moving. I look at Brazil and South America and I feel like they have an upper hand in creativity, in design. Where does China fit? And like, are there certain businesses like Morningstar and some of those that I listed earlier that are succeeding that are in the financial area? Are there certain business types that are specifically well suited to work with China or even with you guys? I think while both China and specifically our group uh, in conjunction with our, our Chicago group here, our unified their team uh, has curated expertise across disciplines, right, over the years. But I think to your point, um, I think there's a specific advantage when it comes to data and understanding, you know, business and use cases. I think one of the advantages China has over a lot of the other regions across Asia or Western and Eastern Europe is the aptitude to understand the use case, you know, developing tools for purposes of operations, understanding how 
that data is to be visualized, how it will be used to move forward a company to generate a better employee experience or customer experience. One of the greater challenges in developing technology solutions for companies um, outside of our group and with other groups that a lot, a lot see as pain points is miscommunications and the inability to grasp these business concepts, which technology is ultimately intended to support. And there's a lot of waste generated in back and forth communications between a U.S. and an offshore base, ultimately trying to translate that engineering into a business case. And what Theron has found with our partner over the years is the ability to build up and curate a training university and infrastructure around understanding our clients' business cases. And that aptitude has been curated over that time where we sit today, we're able to accelerate for our clients very quickly and convert ultimately that business knowledge into the right technology solution to move that business forward um, versus those multiple iterations that come at a greater cost um, and a greater bandwidth challenge for those businesses. Do you think, so like for companies that are, let's say local and they have their teams right now working from home, one of the bigger challenges in software development is that it's really difficult if you haven't worked together to understand each other and to understand what the project is and the scope and, and sort of creatively leverage, um, I guess the best way to put this is culture, right? To, to creatively right. leverage what you've built together. Um, with a work from home scenario, that's not possible. And I think we're seeing a lot of companies struggle at being able to get things done in a productive manner. I think that opens an opportunity up to work with offshore and vendors like yourself who sort of put together uh, offshore resources and onshore resources that are not necessarily uh, in your office or in their office. Do you think that there's an opportunity for you guys as a company, Theron, to be a different service provider than the, the typical development shop, the typical tech shop that is used to putting boots in your office only or they're sort of the, uh, they're a go-between, they're not actually like a part of the process. Do you see an opportunity for you guys to excel there? Yeah, I think we're well positioned to excel in that category. We have our teams in Chicago, teams in Chicago are working from home today. And then we have our, our offshore partner in our campus in, in Hunan province, which is uh, in the office, thankfully today, collaborating and everyone's healthy and safe. But I think, we present a, a managed opportunity where we have that seamless unified interaction between our teams here and China, that collaboration, and over a decade of use of that collaboration and communicating naturally digitally, of which we're all doing now stateside. Um, so we've been able to, to master that and create a very seamless uh, connected culture between the two teams. So today, our ability now offer that supply chain output to, to other Chicago businesses and, and, and greater businesses um, through our Chicago team uh, sees really very little new disruption. So we represent a pathway essentially to be able to leverage this, this resource set we have offshore uh, with already a proven connection point um, and uh, collaborative culture built over, over past 10 years. Um, so I would, I would ask, whether a company worked with you, worked in China or whatever, what would be a few recommendations for anyone who is a tech heavy business 
during these times? Is it, and I'll give you examples to kind of pull from, but like there are some believe that their business is impacted in a way where they can't do normal business, right? So they, they've, re, they've reassigned essentially people, repurposed what they have. There are those that actually have an opportunity to sort of do an inspection, almost like a rebuild of their engine by taking this time that they don't, you know, that they would never have and rebuild their, their tech and rework on all their things. What do you think is a good thing that companies should be practicing on the technology side right now to make them better for after things come back to normal? I think one, I think the most important thing always is, is the appreciation for feedback or an appreciation for the unknown. I think what these times have highlighted is, uh, is transparency, is a degree of visibility to the gaps we may have in our networks, the lack of reporting and metrics we may have on our various operators or performance sets on clients. Um, so I think this time has presented opportunities for all business owners to look at their business, really identify what those real needs are. Um, so I would see an initial step um, is to connect with those business owners and identify where that value can be unlocked. You know, what are those various pain points that they're recognizing today? And how can we help support those, you know, through use of uh, different, uh, different technologies? You've talked a little bit about how you guys have a, and it's not just you, China as well, has a little bit of a different delivery model. Correct. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like what exactly, so I think that's an important part for a lot of the younger tech founders and the tech companies that they haven't really had to do anything other than build their MVP or the first iteration. So delivering multiple products simultaneously has not been an issue. Um, now it is because they're moving really, really quickly and all of a sudden go to a complete slowdown. Can you talk a little bit about your, delivery model of tech, how you guys facilitate technology development compared to what might be typical? Yeah, and then I'll, I'll ask, we have, we have met Lewisman, my, my CEO on the line as well, and uh, he can comment as well. Um, but uh, taking, taking sort of the first shot in terms of how we think about technology development, we really think about it as a managed solution. You know, I, I mentioned a couple times this concept around a unified team and a collaborative team. Because of our connected culture between our business set and technology set in our Hunan campus and our business and technology set here in our Chicago campus, both exist across disciplines. It allows us to engage with the client and bring that curated experience to bear to help them develop the solutions, to initially help strategize and design and then see it through the entire life cycle as a term to solution and to the delivery and then the maintenance of such. So Theron exists really as that single party, that single party that owns the end-to-end -end delivery cycle, which I think is a unique value proposition that's not seen as much today, where you have a single accountable party from beginning to end, accountable for that business outcome looking to be achieved, not just a specific technology scope or output, but ultimately the biz business outcome of what that technology is suited to derive. And for us, that's ultimately what we're looking to drive, drive real business outcomes. Why our, our stick for that or our tool for that is ultimately a, a technology of some type. Um, Matt, do you, have, do you have thoughts? 
No, I mean, our goal obviously is to be that accelerant for our clients. So obviously, Scott, as you were asking about um, companies moving from MVP to try and get that out, um, that starts to get more complicated as more clients come onto the platform because clients might want a slightly different iteration. Um, typically, when we're dealing with, you know, the young innovative companies, which is what we love to kind of really help out, um, they're never really used to how do you kind of start to kind of think about code management, branching, that type of output. And obviously, what we try and provide is a, is a very agile team to get them through all these iterations. So one, it keeps their core business going, but really be a business accelerant as well. So we basically try and partner with them on the strategy and advisory on how to drive that, whilst in parallel, just constantly building product for them that they can launch another MVP very quickly or drive an acceleration. Sometimes we're seeing clients have two different versions. It's like, well, why do you do that? And sometimes it's an education. And we like to be able to provide a full service offering that really just helps them. Very cool. Um, how do you recommend people get in touch with you guys and, and sort of uh, connect and learn more about how to either work with Theron or just if they have questions about working with China? I think uh, we'd be very pleased to, to obviously talk more with, with any business owner, whether it be about how we look at technology, China, or operating in this uh, COVID-19 pandemic and uh, these new times. Uh, you can connect with myself, Matt, or other members of our team by going to uh, our Theron website at therents.com, um, and you'll see uh, our contacts and email addresses on that site. All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Stay home. Stay safe. You can follow me at Katoon on everything. You can follow Technori at Technori on everything. And you should sign up for the Technori newsletter by going to technori.com. Boom. That's a wrap.